There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for Rotten Treasure. Hello, welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watched Rocky, and I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. And with me, as always, is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hi, Jim. Hi, Kai. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm feeling it. Let's do this. Yeah, good. I want to bring it in with, like, frantic energy this time. Okay. Do do you want to match that? Do you want me? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, this is happening. Oh, my God. That's not nearly frantic enough. So we have... We got our, we got ourselves a special guest. I know we have one every week, but this is a, a special one. Um, uh, she used to do comedy, but now just sits alone and laughs at herself. She is the self-proclaimed unicorn queen. It's Sarah Clemency. Ah, here, here, here! Perfect. Oh, that, sounds- that was the perfect <laughs> level of energy. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hey, I am here. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Good, good. I'm glad. What's what's your relationship with like the Rocky franchise? So I have I've never seen Rocky. This was my first time watching it all the way through. I feel like I've seen clips. I can't. I don't yeah. know if I've seen clips. Or I've just heard people talk about it so much that like I feel like I've seen the clips. Um. And I knew like lines, like I said, I've never seen it yet. I knew when he was going to say, yo, Adrian, that, mm-hmm. that, like, the big yo, Adrian, I was like, yo, Adrian. Or uh, there was another part where I like said it up as, oh, you could have been a contender. I was like, oh, it must be here. Like when he said that's, that that's on the waterfront. You're talking about a different movie. Didn't he say that in it? Uh, I, I think he does say it like that. But the, the actual movie that you're thinking of is uh, on the waterfront. Really? Wow. Mm. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I said it with the guy and he said something else, but I just said it and didn't <laughs> hear what he said. And you're like, I'm correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. <laughs> I'm going to go with you being right because I don't, honestly don't remember. So it's fact now. It's a fact. Yeah. Um, I knew about like that he run the montage with like drinking eggs and running up the steps. Um which uh really gross watching him drink all those eggs and that was basically all i knew did not know he loses oh yeah yeah that i that was actually something i knew about going into it because the first time i'd ever seen anything actually rocky related because like you i think you're right you've seen parodies of it yeah everyone does the the montage right uh huh. There's ton. In in fact, if you ever if you ever get around to it in the sixth movie, uh, it ends. There's the- six of them. <laughs> oh yeah, eight of them. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Six Rockies, two Creeds. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it, in the credits of the sixth movie, it's just footage of like actual people that they sent in of them doing the Rocky thing where they're going up the stairs. Wait, was this the first time that you watched it all the way through? Oh me. Yeah. No, I love these movies. I, I, this is probably my favorite movie. This, this one in particular. Uh, you and I are on this. You and I are on the same level. This is like a movie that kind of existed in the background. I remember, uh, like my buddies liked it a lot, and I was just kind of in the room <laughs> when it existed. Um, I, I'm gonna apologize now, Jim, for anything that I say tearing this movie apart. Right, right. Oh, 
oh, please, like, <laughs> I fully welcome it. I know my my favorite movies are flawed. Like, I, <laughs> rewatching this one this time, uh, there is one particular scene, and I think everyone knows what I'm talking about, where I was like, oh, no, the, oh, Jesus, this, uh, I, this is my favorite movie, and I have to like defend this now. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a few parts for I sure. Think that was the part where I was like, "This is a classic." Like everyone, yeah, loves this. I will say it. What when the montage happened, I was like, "Yeah, Philly." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just so we're clear, we are talking about the same thing. We're talking about the part where he invites her in in the creepiest fucking way ever. Yes. Okay. Yes, cool. Cool. Yes, cool. Yes. Cool. He, like, because he I wasn't. Her I wasn't sure if it was that or the conversation where he was like, with the, that he had really not great conversation with this little girl. He told her that like you're gonna be a whore, which is also horrible. Which which how dare thing you? Is that... She smokes. She's heard that word before. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, what I loved was that when the conversation ended and he walked this little girl home and basically told her when she grows up she's going to be a whore um, if she doesn't stop hanging out. You know, it's like the intended like sweet message. I'm going to tell you and save you from all these horrible boys and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, but she's just like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm the creep. I yelled at my TV. I was like, yes, yes, yes you're the creep. Yes, you're so a creep. You are yes, being a creep. <laughs> How okay? How dare both of you? Because he helps her, and you'll find out in the sixth movie when she shows up again, and she's like, you know, Rocky really saved me that night. But what is she? Wow! Wait, really? Does that happen? (laughs) Wow! I love that it keeps in canon. (laughs) That does happen. It's, I mean, a lot. A lot of it's because Sylvester Stallone wrote all these movies. I was just gonna say that. Also, I did not know that Sylvester Stallone wrote these movies, and that is wild and then made me it made a lot more sense to me i feel like i'm like oh i see yeah it's it's kind of one of those movies you see this once in a while where like an actor can't get work for various reasons so they just write their own movie and then and it plays to their strengths uh another example is sling blade like clearly billy bob thornton couldn't get work so he just wrote his own movie where he played his own strength Mm -hmm. was that his first Big First movie? Mm-hmm. And he wrote it. Yep. He wrote Sling Blade. I have not seen that. Oh, oh great movie. I love that movie. I don't I'm not sure I've seen anything with Billy Bob Thornton in it, actually. Not Bad Santa? <laughs> I've seen Bad Santa. That's the only thing that's coming to mind, which is so terrible. <laughs> I I'm also you brought me onto a, a movie podcast and I haven't seen that many movies. Like I'm not a <laughs> I'm Oh, <laughs> We Especially in the last year, I feel like I've been like, okay, let me sit down and watch a movie. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch Chopped again instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me. We didn't bring you on for your knowledge of movies. We brought you on because we uh, like you as a person and, want- and wanted to talk to you. If this was movie knowledge based, I wouldn't be Jim's co-host uh, at all. <laughs> <laughs> because... That's what this is for me, is a journey of seeing... Like, I'm seeing movies that I've never seen I left and right. Like, that's what this whole experience is going to be, because mm-hmm. I kind of saw the same movies just over and over and over again for a very long time, so... I definitely feel good, like... Not feel good, that's not the right word. Like, there are, like, these classic movies that I've never seen, so Rocky is such a classic movie, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad that I watched this and now can say I watched it. <laughs> you can now say that you've watched Sylvester Stallone walk and run... For half of an entire feature film. Yeah, and like, oh. not be able to understand a word that he says. Okay, God, no. <laughs> It's part of his character, okay? Uh, he's dumb, he's a dumb guy. He's supposed to be this. 
He's been he's he's had his rail he's had his bell rung a couple a few too many times. Well, oh, I really? think that was the other thing. Um, and I I don't want to like get too um hot button topics, but um, it seemed like I was watching a movie about someone who had you know the like the what football players get. I yes. don't know what it's called. Yeah. yeah. It uh-huh. just seemed like I was watching a movie uh-huh. about someone who um, yeah got that from boxing too much i feel like didn't um what's his face uh john on hbo john oliver that's the word i'm looking for he did a bit on actually about wrestlers and actually how they're completely like left in the dark about how even like how horrible oh. theirs is too uh so yeah a lot of a lot <laughs> i can't imagine being like an ultimate fighter right now um just recklessness uh yeah seems to did be the- either of you watch real boxing or have you watched re- yeah so that's another thing like i'm not i haven't watched that much real boxing and the f- few i have i've been like sick it makes me kind of sick to my stomach i'm like Ugh. oh they're just they're hitting each other <laughs> <laughs> i i watch i watch boxing and ufc not as often as i think i do uh it's probably like twice a year but once in a while i'll get that while watching a ufc match where like someone will get cut up real bad and i'll be like oh no Huh, huh, huh. Yeah, I, I, I also get that. Like, as someone who considers themselves a fan of it too, I, I would hope that anyone who watches it maybe would get at least a little bit of that. You know, like I hope they're not watching it. Like, like I don't know. I guess people this are. Is it. This is what I want. Yeah. I want to punch people. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're kind of watching it for the, the strategy of it, really. And like, it does sound weird being like. You, you just punch at each other but there is like a lot of strategy involved and it's how their bodies react in this fight or flight because it's literally a fight mm. kind of thing and that's what's interesting about it i'm more interested in like the duck and weaves and like they're kind of like when it's it feels very much so my brain wants to do like kind of like a keanu reeves uh slow-mo situation <laughs> like oh what w- okay so they're coming at you like this so clearly i would slow-mo this way and then uppercut their ribs <laughs> You know, but that's like what you exactly how it would happen. But like, kinda. I know. Like, you can watch you can watch Muhammad Ali, and it's like it's a lot like that, mm-hmm. where it's like it almost seems like he's in slow motion, whereas the other guy is like in normal speed. It's it's crazy. How did it? I just like can't imagine how it started. Like it was Boxing? just people fighting, and then they're like, let's make money off of this, or let's make this a sport. <laughs> they fell well, down too soon, so like, put some mut- mittens on them, I don't know. Make yeah, them yeah, but <laughs> well, let me tell you a story about the... Put uh, a ring around them. <laughs> let me tell you a story about the Marquis of uh, Queensbury, when he invented boxing back in 1890, and also is the reason why Oscar Wilde died. <laughs> wait, is this real? Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, wow. Wait, why did Oscar... Wait, did he get punched? It, no. <laughs> did he fight? Uh, uh, I think his name is the Marquis of uh, of Queensbury. The guy who invented boxing, his son was gay in a, I guess it's Victorian, it might be too late, I don't know these eras, but like a, a very uh, conservative era England. Mm. And his son was having sex with Oscar Wilde. And oh. so... Or he might not have even done that. It might have just been a rumor that the two of them were sleeping together. No, I like this. It's fact. Keep going. And then the in- then the inventor of boxing was like, Oscar Wilde is soiling the name of my son. 
and he needs to pay for it. So they threw Oscar Wilde in jail for oh, it. My and goodness. the like experience of that slowly led to his death. Like, uh, I forget exactly how he died, but it was like one of those things where the experience of being in 1890s jail killed him, killed him. essentially. I can imagine. Yeah. Lots of diseases. I'm sure. So boxing is the reason why Oscar Wilde died early. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive facts from Jim O'Donnell. Think of how many plays we could have had. That's wild. You get it? I'm going to need a minute. Hold on. Jim, what are you doing? I'm clapping. I was clapping for the joke. Oh, wait, for the joke. Okay, got it. I know yeah. it's been a while since you've heard clapping because, you know, we're inside <laughs> all the time, but... <laughs> What are you talking about, Jim? I'm an online performer. I hear claps all the time. <laughs> Has anyone else, like, had moments where they're like, I forget, like, what's funny? Is this funny? Is yeah. this a bit? Yeah. Or is this <laughs> like, You're talking to two people who have a podcast in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. <laughs> it's constantly, yes. <laughs> that is my life now. Yeah, welcome to every time my girlfriend talks to me. She's like, is this funny? Are you being funny right now? <laughs> Am I supposed to laugh? Or are you being serious? <laughs> Am I in the funny right now? Is that what happened? Am I inside of it? <laughs> or is the funny inside of me? The funny so. was the friends we made along the way. Except nobody's made friends. <laughs> 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 Therefore, there is no funny. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that why when you see people playing make-believe with people that aren't there inside their house and putting it online, like, it's not funny? is because the people aren't really there? Mm. Actually, I've seen people, I've seen people somewhat losing their minds, and I've loved it. Um, should I, I don't know, wait, I might have to cut it out, but I watched Joe Bernard do, like, one-person shows back, <laughs> back in Minnesota, and they're fucking nuts. And I'd be up at, like, 11 o'clock watching these shows, and I'm just like, you are absolutely delightfully on my level of insanity, and I love you. She was doing, like, Zoom one-person shows? Yeah, just, like, one-person stuff. It was, like, I don't know if it wasn't supposed to be even, like, I don't even know what it was. I think it was more of just, like, a casual I'm-on-camera situation. And it's just so much fun to watch, like, someone who just, like, completely give 100% no shits about rules and just, like, go in. And I was like, this is this is what I want. This is the comedy I love. So I'm a, I'm a teacher, and I teach preschool, and it's in person mm -hmm. right now. But I used to... I usually go into a public school and do one kindergarten music class. I'm not going into the school now. Uh, I do it through Zoom. And now I'm like kind of in a flow. But the first time I had to do it, I felt like I was doing a one-person show for yeah. <laughs> kindergartners. I'm like, this feels weird. Yeah. Did you bring yourself in with your own intro? Yes. Coming to the like, stage. No, presenting. I had a puppet. Like, I, just, like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Wait, what was, your, what was your puppet? It was, I think it was an owl. And I have a bunch of puppets with okay. uh, for preschool. Uh, but I think it was an owl. And I think I was like having the owl sing the song that we were learning. I don't know. In my head, I'm like, how am I going to get these kids engaged for a half hour? Puppets. I need puppets. I need shakers. I need this piano. I need this. Like. What's the smartest thing I can make with a with a puppet? An owl. They're all professors. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If you brought all of those things, I would have been pumped. I would have been really fucking. <laughs> it's fun. 
Would would you have done that stuff in the classroom? A not? little bit, yes, a little yeah. bit, but like it wouldn't have felt as as like I was just alone in a room with a puppet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because yeah. you can't even. They have to be on mute unless you ask them to unmute. Um, that's the rules of like this teacher's classroom, you know. Um, so you're you're just doing this and you can see their faces you can see they're they're smiling it's very cute sometimes they'll put like the heart um emoji in the corner of their like that's very cute but yeah you can't hear them reacting which usually when I'm in the classroom like I'm asking them questions and we're interacting and I can hear them if they're into it or not you know just like improv and all yeah normally when this ends you go all right thank you have a nice day and you watch people walk away from you and you go that was good. You know, you have that moment of like in it and then now it's just click and then you're just in the emptiness of all right, now back to my life, I guess. <laughs> I was just going to compare it to like when I when early on they'd be like, "Oh, let's do some online uh happy hours." And then I drink during the happy hour and then they'd be like, "All right, see ya." And then you turn it off and then you're like, "Well, now I'm just drunk in my apartment." Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just me here now. And then just sad. <laughs> this is what my life has been. <laughs> Man, we turned this sad real quick. Sorry. I mean, it's fine. If you guys want to just take a moment to just weep together, <laughs> group, I'm all for it. Join hands. I. It was. I'm. I'm going to bring it back from a little bit earlier. Have either of you had something that you said on stage where it elicited applause? Where like people heard and they were like, "Yes!" and uh, everyone burst into applause. Oh. Um, yeah, I, one time I was doing, yeah, I was, um, you know, describing a scene is not going to be the best, but someone in the the scene with me said, this is going to sound, this might sound sexist. And I was like, then don't say it or something like that. And everyone was like, yeah, it's like something like that. Is that what you're talking about? Or yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. I like the idea of people being like, no, 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 we want to know the thing. And everyone's like, we don't need to know. Everyone, we don't need to know. We don't need to know. <laughs> okay. We all I, agree. We're... The person said it anyway. I'm like, oh, no. and it was. Yeah, they said it anyway. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm trying to help it. you. <laughs> oh, I hope this was during like a jam or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like Dean's List. Oh. I, oh, I, I did a Dean's List. Actually, you were there because you were uh, in one of the scenes I, w- I did. Um, it was during a... I love Dean's List. Oh, I miss, I miss Dean's List. This is my favorite. Oh, it helped me so much. I remember Ralph was in a scene with me, and he, like, noted me in the middle of the scene as in character, and I was like, I'm learning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> learning, I'm, and I'm performing. I'm on stage, and I'm learning. This this was during Black Friday, two Black Fridays ago. Okay. 2018 Black Friday. Whatever. What, how many... However many of those ago that was. Um, okay. I, I remember I said something on stage... And it was real bad. I heard the audience go, ooh. And I just turned over and was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that. And like, <laughs> just continued on the scene with Ralph. It was during Ralph's scene. <laughs> and of course, at Ralph being Ralph, he continued in the scene. And it was a great scene. Um, one of my, this was for audition. Uh, but I, this is before, like, I didn't know anybody. No one knew me. And I made a pun. The word was pretense. And I started the scene. I was like, uh, we should build this fire before we build the tents. And then I looked at the judges and I went, the judges, the directors. I went, 
And then went back to the scene. Why did I finger gun them? Why did I do that? There's a little gym from the office in all of us that just feels the need to just be like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you saw it? You saw it? Yeah, to be like, wham, wham. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is fantastic. Wait, did you did you make the team like that yeah. audition cycle? Oh, I if you had, that, it would have been like, yeah, because you did that. Like that specifically. <laughs> no, no, no. <clears throat> I'm surprised they didn't remember that the next time I auditioned. I was like, no, it's that girl again. <laughs> I, I like to hope that during that they forget everything that happened before and they're just doing it off the audition right in front of it. But I know that's also not necessarily true. Yeah, I think it's a little of both. Yeah. I've only gone to two auditions thus far. I, it's really weird. I did the one where I went by myself at a, at a, at the comedy sports and I doing it by yourself. Is you have to do it by yourself? I had to do it by myself, yeah. I didn't make it, but, like, I had, like, the one time they did, let, like, I, the first thing I had to do was I had to come in as three different characters. They were, like, a like a kiosk in a mall, and I, like, had to be lost, and I had to talk to them as, like, someone who, you know, needed help. Mm. And, like, that was fine. I don't remember what my first two were, but I remember I went really dark as my last one. I was, like, <laughs> I'd been living underground with my mom and, like, my twin brother, and, like, at one point... You know, it's like my mom said, you know, never to go outside, you know, and like, especially to stay away from the mall and like all this weird backstory. <laughs> and then like, they were like, okay, cool. Like, and then my mom left, whatever. They're like, what happened to your brother? And I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, it was super fucking unnecessarily dark. Uh, apparently, I killed my twin brother. Um, I never said it, but yeah. Uh, so that scene happened. That's probably why I didn't get on a team. I went through uh, a phase where I would just, if I didn't know what to do, just start killing everyone on stage. I mean, I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to do. I guess I'll stab you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a fuck you to the performer, too. Where it's just like, no, you're you're dead now. I don't want to listen to you talk anymore. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But, you know, then they made me do, um, they gave me a hand gesture and I had to keep doing it, but like make it be different things. So it was like push. It was like me looking like I had two basketballs going down at the same time. Okay. So I was like, get the spaghetti off me, you know, the stupid shit, like whatever I could come out of. So that was fine. But, oh, I just hated, I hated how much I just, it was just me, three people in a room. Just like Jill Bernard doing a one person show. Exactly. But not funny. (laughs) That was the problem. I wasn't funny enough. So, yeah, I don't know. Actually, that's not true. One of the people that was there did actually see me a few days later and was like, oh, my God. And, like, grabbed my shoulder and was like, you were amazing. I laughed so hard. So I was like, I made one of the judges lose their shit. So I feel that's enough for me. Win. Yeah. Three random people that I respect for some reason, for no reason at all, other than the fact that they do comedy. (laughs) I know nothing about them other than the fact that they are underneath a brand that I am understanding to be important. But I got one of those people who I can't remember her name to say I was funny, so I win. I did it. That that's something I always <laughs> I always say about like Philly comedians, where I'm always just like I'm always so nervous around people who are really good. Like when I see them in bars or something, and I'm just like I don't know what to do. But in reality, everyone's just so normal because they're it, we're not really special. <laughs> we're Philadelphia improvisers. Like who cares? Everyone's anxious and self-conscious and <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. There, there was one person. I, I don't want to say who it was, but there was one person that I, I thought hated me. Mm, like they probably do. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds I about do, right. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did talk to you a couple times at bars where I was like, "Huh," I said something. She said nothing back. 
probably didn't hear me. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of hate mail after, like, weird in your handwriting, but I was like, it probably just happens. <laughs> probably, probably a coincidence, you know. A lot of people have that handwriting. Um... <laughs> No, where I'll like see them, like I'll see, I'll see someone in a bar, and I'll just be like super nervous to talk to them. What? Who cares? Oh, oh, the person. Uh, there was one person I thought hated me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like one day, I saw them like six months later. And they were like, "Hey, Jim, how are you? How's this? How's your team?" And I'm like, "You knew about my team?" And they're like, "Yeah, like of course. Like you're you're like a fun person." Blah, blah, blah. Uh, now I'm just bragging about myself. Um. <laughs> 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 Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. And it's just like, you just kind of need like the time to separate to realize that, yeah, everyone is anxious and we're all, we're all just a bunch of idiots trying to impress each other. So only because I know she's going to hopefully, like she's, she's already been on the podcast and she's admitted that she listens to the podcast. Our our guest Cassie uh, from our seventh episode, I worked with back in Minnesota. And at one point I remember just being like, I really just, you know, I just really thought you guys hated me. And then she's just like, yeah, we did. <laughs> like i loved how fucking honest she was she did say that yeah because i'm that guilty person of every single time i enter a new space i'm like a fucking chew, like peppy dog for attention like please love me like i come in hard right away Ooh. and usually for when it's a job that's starting at like before seven o'clock in the morning if you're excited to be at work fuck off <laughs> sure. so i think i was rightfully hated um but i got my love so i'm fine I feel like I get like a like in if I'm new to a job or new to a community or whatever it is like I get like a different like people get the wrong vibe from me that I am like very like shy and and kind and quiet which I'm kind but like, they think, like <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not kind like they think I'm like innocent do you know what I mean right. like I, I give off like that vibe um because mm-hmm. I'm like that's my nervous that's my go-to nervousness nervousness is like oh hi like it's me you know <laughs> and then when you say something like oh wow okay oh wow <laughs> right 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 uh, yeah I wish I could just like come in as like the full like just me but I don't know I I I, I feel like I have two introduction modes and it just depends on what mood I'm in that day and, or how brave I am. Cause there is, I, I usually like come into a scenario and I'm just like a quiet, just kind of observing it. And it takes me usually like six months to really feel comfortable with everyone. And I just don't care. Or there's the person, the part of me that's just like, hello boys, it's me. I'm here today. <laughs> Get used to me, idiots, because I'm around. Like I'm putting my papa's on chair here, and no one can move it. <laughs> Hello, I think I'm John Mulaney, but I'm not. Like okay, that's what I was like. Yeah, sound yeah, yeah, like? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gotten that before, but like, <laughs> but those are the two modes I have. It's just like either, oh yeah, and then like six months down the line, people are like, I didn't know you like were a person, and then like, or it's fuck you it's me (laughs) when i went to college like you know the first like you said like few months like i was my inward self and then i I got comfortable with people so like i was like my normal self and everyone's like wow like we broke you out of your shell and i'm like no like i just like i trust you now like Mm -hmm. like, you didn't change me (laughs) i changed me (laughs) you arrogant pricks and then they (laughs) stop Is there, are there anybody you want to name from college that you want to call out on the podcast? We'll, we'll yeah, it. Michelle Sontag. <laughs> <laughs> What's her address? Oh, yeah, her address is... <laughs> no. 
I was there was like part of me that was hoping you'd be like, yeah, Sylvester Stallone, fuck you. Oh, man. <laughs> that would've been good. That would've been good. <laughs> I, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna tell a story about Michelle Sontag. Please do. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah rip yeah, into her. You're on a podcast. Please. <laughs> is this hold on? Is this is this a real name? And are we gonna get in trouble for this? That it's a real name, and no. Okay, cool. I don't talk to her anymore. Okay, I would, cool. That would be wild if she listened. To- <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And then, like, every one of our listeners, like, <laughs> looked up who this person was. Yeah, right. Because who the fuck would listen to this podcast, right, Sarah? That'd be ridiculous. She would not listen to a funny podcast, probably. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, I, f- I feel like from the story we're about to hear, we're, we're going to be like, yeah, I don't want her listening to this podcast either. <laughs> not that bad. It's just like, so we were roommates. We were roommates in college for the second year. It was me, her, and my friend Maria. I love Maria. Um, so if she's listening, I love you. Um, so it was the three of us and we she kept wanting to change the room around we're like there's no there's no better way to have it there's three of us like there's no better way so we were out one day and we came back late at night and she had moved the room around and put a post-it that said what do we think of this and we just we moved it all back and put a post-it that said no (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't have read it but you couldn't have wrote it better that's fantastic that's absolutely great she just moved it around, like, in, like, a stupid way. Like, I would have to, like, climb on the other person's desk. I'm like, this is this is dumb. You have half the... And she... Anyway. This it's is... Part of the now r- I'm just floor ranting floor. about her. Yeah, no, no, no. Just, the, now I'm using this as therapy. Sorry. <laughs> this reminds me of, like, what at my work, we kept trying to come up with the worst ways we could rearrange our desks. Because I, I, I work in an office with two other guys, so we all share a room together. And all the time I'm like, what if we, like, turned all of the desks so that we had to climb over them to get into them? <laughs> or, like, climb under them? What? How would that work? And they're like, stop trying to come up with the worst ways to arrange this office. We're trying to do work. <laughs> this, is, this is about Rocky. Um, it did take me a while to realize, like, that the mattress that was taped to his wall was a punching bag. I'm... He was using his punching bag. Yeah, it took me a while, though. I'm like, does he, like, put this down every night to sleep on? No. So he's actually a vampire, and he sleeps standing up into it. (laughs) It's me. I'm going to bite you. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Everyone go around and do your best Sylvester Stallone impressions. We all need to hear it. (laughs) Hey, yo, Adrian. I'm going to trap you in my house. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> pretty much, that's fucking. That's that's pretty, that was pretty solid. Yeah. Okay. He also okay. on the date did not stop talking mm-hmm. for a second. I'm like, oh, this is this. I know this person. I I will defend that one. Like <laughs> everything else, I'm not defending. Like that's not defendable. That particular thing, she was very shy and clearly like giving him. her space. Give but her, give her a second to say something. He, she clearly was extremely shy, and he was using. He was just talking until she would start talking. Because the second she started talking, he stopped. Okay, but you—that's not how commun- That's not how conversation works. Conversation works. I say something, and I wait and see if you're going to say something. Oh, we were just and then you this. might say something, and then you wait, and then I say something. If you're just if you're just talking until someone else goes, then the other per when is the other person gonna get to say something? 
but have you ever talked to someone that like is like i i don't know what to say and i'm so i I'm ask so her a question yeah this is this is his this is his way of doing it and i love it i, I just love that scene where they're walking oh, around the, yeah. this Are you picture tra- of my boxing win in my wallet I that guess, was- so that i'm assuming i guess like at first i was like that's that's weird that he has that in his wallet but then i'm like well they didn't have cell phones i guess so no, but he ruined like we're not even gonna mention he ruined her thanksgiving he, like like they just went in and were just like fucking I thanksgiving the brother like frankie what's his name Oh, Polly. 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 Sorry. First oh. of all, Polly ruined Thanksgiving. Okay, Polly ruined Thanksgiving. <laughs> Polly throws this thing. He's like, "You're going out with my sister because apparently I'm in charge of her." You're going out and throws the thing out the thing, and then they like go and like whatever. They're just like, "Okay, I guess we're gonna go do this random fucking sure." You know but- what? I'll. You know what? Let's like get get together another night. Let's do this another night. <laughs> Let's do it tomorrow. I had to write down a moment yeah. in which he spoke where she didn't say anything, exactly what it was. And it was when he was in the pet store uh, where he just says, uh, tough day today. They uh, took my locker. They uh, they took my locker away. I had a, uh, a locker for over like six years, but uh, don't bother me. Lockers are, lockers are bad anyways. After a while, people forget the combination. I uh, must have had like 20 bucks taken out of it out of the six years, you know, but uh, you know, do- doesn't sound like much, but it adds up, you know, yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Goes on and it's it's supposed to be awkward you guys you know what it is it's it's supposed to be like weird and this like weird thing i know that it eventually goes in the wrong direction but (laughs) i think that maybe uh one sylvester salone did not know how to write for women (laughs) it might have been that (laughs) i look i will i am on your side with that considering how uh, in the rest of the movie, I, I turned to, I turned to my girlfriend. It was like, all right, you remember that one scene where she yelled at Polly? I hope you're ready for that for her personality for the next five movies because oh, she because she they get married and then she immediately just turns into a nag. Yeah, and it's like they sh- okay. Sylvester Sloan has no idea how to write it. So it's either women don't talk or they're nag. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, exactly. They that she's is all exactly that at her. They she's all that at her. We're like, oh, I took her glasses off. Now you're pretty. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and that's the rules. Now I can see your eyes now. Now I can look at you when I kiss you weirdly and then sit down on the ground. <laughs> I forget. Did he ask to kiss her? Was he like, I want to kiss you? Or did he just I, say, I want to kiss you right now? I want to kiss you right now. If you want to you stop me. It was it was like, I want to kiss you right now. You can kiss me back if you want kind of thing. There was there was that. She never that, says yes is yeah, the point. There was this, this whole. I didn't really feel. Like I wanted, my whole body froze for a good like what two minutes. I think that whole thing they drew that out. It was it's like, an really infinity. It's an infinitely long scene. Like it, it really is. Do I, you think like when mm. that was, you know, back when was this in the seventies or eighties? Nineteen seventy six. Seventy six. You think back then like people were like, oh wow, this is romantic. Yes, that's I the think fucked up part. Yeah, I think that that scene did exactly what it was intending to do in nineteen seventy six. I think that they. I think he was, like, trying to write this scene where it was just kind of awkward between the two of them, but they clearly loved each other, but, like, they didn't want to say it, and the, and they're just, like, kind of awkwardly doing it because that's Rocky's character is he's kind of an awkward guy. Right. And, like, that's how the scene, like, went down. And I think at the time it was like, oh, yeah, that is a very loving romantic scene. But it aged, like, already rancid milk. It was not – it wasn't good in the beginning. And now we look at it and we're like, whoa, okay. This is bad. 
edit Polly. You can't edit Polly out. Okay, because like, he's like a character, but he is he is like does he also have like a, a very interesting arc that I'm gonna learn about? Because as of right now, I'm like this is just a sad man who has no respect for himself or anybody else. <laughs> I felt like no. we didn't need Polly. The 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 movie could have happened without him. Um, I feel like the whole mob kind of thing. We didn't need that. Yeah, that was kind of strange. In I there thought too. they were gonna like bet against him or something. Like I was like, "Oh, when's this coming in?" Is this movie is it, it's very it is very slice of life. I will say the weird the the part with the mob, it gets dropped immediately. Like it's never in any of the other movies. Like that is part that I'm whenever I watch, I go, "Oh, right, he used to break thumbs for the mob." It, the it's movie. supposed to show how sad his life is. And but also how caring he is because he's not going to break their. He's not going to break them up. Right. Got it. So he's like, what? He, he's like almost a good guy. I feel like, like he's he's um. What's His that heart's called? in the right place. What is that called? Like when a nice guy a, is that what it is? I nice think that's what you're looking at. You want to hear bar? Well, go ahead. You tell me what it is. I just have to tell you something really gross. I, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think on it. Go ahead. So I think the reason why I have such like a hard time with this film is like so much of it. I. I like I grew up with and I, I like I see the like ugh, it's gross because I like the talking over people is something that's so important to unlearn. We we're talking about this a little bit in terms of like you're playing ping pong with someone, just make sure that they're like tossing it back and like feel comfortable playing, like checking in with people. I forget what the term is. You were I, I think maybe, I wasn't sure if I was talking about it with you, Jim, but like there is that kind of conversation where you are kind of rolling into each other's sentences, and there's a difference when you can feel that you're riding that with them and you're playing like that it, that they're clearly they like they caught the train with you you know what i mean yes. that's different yeah because because uh, i'm a i'm a talker i am but i have had to learn i'm like oh i'm only talking for my benefit and i've thought about improv and how much it's helped me because i've applied it in the sense that does this scene need my creation does this scene need my story because a lot of times i'll hear stuff i'm like oh i have a i have what let's pull out the catalog of kai stories that you just triggered a memory of and I've gotten significantly better going, oh, that's just for me. That would literally be just for me if I brought that out right now. So it, it's 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 so sad when you kind of realize, mo- like, some of it is really just, I think most people just autopiloting and thinking that's like, I'm contributing, I'm contributing, I'm contributing, but don't realize that they're just stepping over somebody. Yeah. It's important to figure out how to work out that dynamic, and it's always going to be different chemistry with whoever you're dealing with. So it's it's something I'm always constantly investigating. I, so in my preschool class, that's something I try to, like instill in them early because we'll have like share circle or even when like they're just talking with each other like some kids really get it and some other some kids like just will talk 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 until you're like okay it's someone else's turn now (laughs) (laughs) but yeah instilling it in them when they're young i think that's probably the answer for a lot of things so but well that and when someone tells you, hey, you're doing, you're talking a lot and it bothers me, you immediately go to, oh, okay, I guess then I have to do the extreme. Well, I guess I'll shut up and I'll never talk again. It's like, we really got to learn how to take that criticism of someone just saying, I want to be heard more. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'll work on that. What were you going to say, Jim? <laughs> I was just thinking about how, uh, I-, I was like formulating my thought of like, what? why do I like this about Rocky though? Like what in particular do, because I do like it about mm. him that he's like that. And I, f- I think it's because he's, he is just talking. Like, there's so many things he's saying that doesn't mean anything. Like the Southpaw story, where he's like, "Yeah, he's he he was he's left-handed, so he's pointing toward New Jersey, which is south of here, which it's not, it's east of here." Uh, and he 
he he's just kind of saying things to fill in the space mm-hmm. because exactly. he's, just, he's taking up space but he's just kind he's of taking a, up all the space he's <laughs> he's just kind of a dumb guy and like he doesn't get a lot of respect. They, like he, he's very. I get no respect. <laughs> yeah, he's, no respect. He, he's Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> he does say something. Uh, like that. He does say something like that. Yeah, Rocky Dangerfield. Uh, he, but uh, it, it's just like people don't really care who he is, and that's like part of the movie because he's a bum. He's supposed to be a bum, as Mickey says, and and he's supposed to get this big shot, and the sadder he is as a human the better it is that he gets a shot while he's still a likable guy. Cause he is a nice guy who's just like, yeah, just like, I like helping people. My intentions are in the right place. I just kind of awkwardly am here. Everything you're saying is um, true for that character. Me watching that character. Very annoyed. <laughs> yeah. I want to shake him. I do. I want to grab him by the arms and I'd have to reach up real high. Cause I'm really tiny, but and, He's and only like, six two. Dude, stop! And the thing is, is that he, normally I'd be like, "Stop trying so hard," but it's not. He's, I don't think he is trying that hard. I think what you're saying is that he's just like, he's just so unapologetically himself without you thinking about it. I would like to know, like, like why does he? You know what? I don't, like, why do you like Adrian? Why do you like? Yeah. Him? Why do you like him? Is it just because he's there? They did a really poor job with that at the end, where like yeah. she dropped that. They, no, no, they wrote it, I love you, Rocky, and it showed up, like, here, I love you, and I only love you because you just won this thing that uh, we talked about. We, no, no, no. They, the thing is, is that they're like, they had this thing of, like, why do you fight on their date, right? They talked about why do you fight or whatever, and then never really kind of touched on that, and then he won a fight, and then she's like, I love you, and then that was the end. <laughs> I kept reminding my girlfriend throughout the entire movie, the length at which they were dating, like, they moved in with each other a month a month into their relationship. So they said, sick. I love you six weeks into their relationship. My parents got married three months. Really? Yeah. Three months. They were both married beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it was like a lot of, um, um, like what, it, what, what am I trying to say? Like the, like the paperwork just made sense. Okay. Like they know they, they like, all right. I don't know the word, what I'm trying to say either. It just made sense for them to um, govern governmentally. Like, <laughs> Put it down on paper. Um, it made sense for them to get married, but three months in, I don't think they knew each other that well. And they're like, what bugged me too is I remember them bringing up like they're just he's just before thirty. Uh, you know, she was getting shit because she's pushing thirty, and I'm like. I'm 33 fucking years old, and but also 30, whatever. 30's not old. Mm-mm. 40's not old. 50's not, who gives a shit? Like, we're doing this. Why are we, like, timestamping what's appropriate to be as an existence? But I did kind of have that thing, and I'm like, wait a minute. Why are they behaving that way? They're, they're in their late 20s, and I'm, like, trying to think, what was I behaving like? I'm like, is that the thing? Is that they're supposed to be kind of, like, still figuring it out, and that's why they're goofy? I don't know. They just, they had kind of high school lovers energy. That if I this was the high school movie, I'd be like, yeah, well, they're figuring it out. They're kind of idiots. But, like, they're adults. <laughs> I think that my f- favorite part, maybe, besides the montage, wh- was when... <laughs> the montage is cool as hell. Um, Did you watch when... the fourth movie, then? Mm-mm. It's just it's just montages. There's nothing. There's no other scenes. I'm, in, I'm into it. Nice. When anyway. he was, like, when they were in bed together and he was like, I can't do it. And she was like, you mm. can. Did she say like, you can or like? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that was like the one moment where I was like, oh, they care about each other. Like they're there for each other. And he's like saying a very honest thing to her, not just like, oh, the South Side Polly, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's the right. first time he like, re- well, the first time he like really says something out loud where I was like, oh, we've just seen the real person was when they're talking about the t- what's going on on TV. And he goes, you remember how I said I, I, that stuff doesn't get to me? It does. And then he walks away. Like it's <laughs> yeah. it's kind of a stupid part, but also like <laughs> it it it's the first time you see like the inside of the character, and then that particular scene you're talking about is the other scene where I'm like, it, it is one of my favorite scenes because you're just sitting there and you're like, this is the real guy, this is the right. ca- real character we're watching right now, not just some guy who's rambling about the times he's boxed because that's his entire life and that's all he knows. Also, fuck the trainer, the coach. Oh, that Mickey? he was like, Mickey, fuck him. He was like, you know, I never trained you because like, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as he gets this gig, he's like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. I might train you. <laughs> like, fuck you. That that scene, in, in fact, is my actual favorite scene from the whole movie. When he comes in to say that, it's just perfect. Like the way, because you're like, he just insulted him not two scenes ago. Mm-hmm. Where he, was, he called him a bum, and he said he's he's not having his locker after six years because he doesn't mean anything. I, like, and then he comes into the room and he's like begging on the door to let him coach him. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> well, what I loved is that they wrapped it all up. They had a bunch of feelings, and then he left. Rocky loses his shit, kind of like puffs and puffs, and then you don't see them have the conversation. I love that they're like dudes don't talk about it you just see them you see once again mm-hmm. rocky run because that's what a lot of this is, is him running and walking and he runs over to him you see them shake hands and then he runs back it's it's really what is it they had like a particular camera for the first time for this film jim you know things oh i don't know i didn't know the that little, there was a new camera the, for this the like little side it was like the first time they ever used this particular camera like the side scrolling doohickey like a steady uh, cam? That's might be it. I think that's what I'm talking about. And it's still kind of like sh- janky. There's like you can sometimes hear the sound of it rolling in front of them or near them when they're going along the streets. But I feel like they got really psyched and that's why this movie is so much fucking walking and like running and like playing with distance on streets is we're going to use the shit out of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the movie's going to be so long. <laughs> yeah. We're going to walk for miles. And they did. They they have so much footage of him just like running throughout Philadelphia and stuff. Uh, was this a in the in the theater? Was this like a did it make a lot of money when it came out? This was the highest grossing movie in 1976. Yeah, it blew the fuck up. It was a it was a sleeper hit because no one no one had heard of Sylvester Stallone. He was in a porn like oh <laughs> before this. I'm gonna go watch that. <laughs> he made like 200 bucks, uh, and he's naked in every scene. I that that's a fact. That's always whenever someone brings that up. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> No one had ever heard of him. Burgess Meredith, people had like kind of heard of. They were like, oh, he was in the Twilight Zone that one time. Uh, it just wasn't like there was a football player pr- playing Apollo Creed. No one had really known any of this. They paid Rocky for his movie and then they paid Sylvester Sloan for the movie. And they were like, OK, let's make this for a million dollars, which is like yeah. no money even back then. And then it was a huge hit and everyone loved it. There's, like, scenes that they had to reshoot, and, like, they literally just, like, got their friends to come in and be background people. Like, they really just, like, low-budgeted the crap out of a lot of it. It's be- the ending scene where they, like, I love you in the, um, 
in the the ring. It's because Sylvester Stallone was like, I don't like how this movie ended with because Rocky apparently ended it. The original ending was him leaving the like the like running out after the entire match is the term I'm looking for. Yeah, you got uh, it. yeah. And instead, he was like, No, let's reshoot it. And they just did like really close ups of them with like as many like sm- the small group they could do. Perfect for COVID times, basically. Uh, I time stamped it. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Haha, 2021. Again, the 1976 COVID pandemic. Yeah. Happened. <laughs> Classic times. You remember when for that, that happened? boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> the bicentennial COVID. But yeah, no, they, they really did this. I think it made. It made 107, would you say 117 million? Something like that? 119? Oh, I I didn't say because I didn't know, but like, yeah. It made a ton of money. It made a shitload of money in comparison for how much it cost to make. So yeah, they did good on this one. They really did. I will say that at at first I did not like the ending. I was like, ew, he didn't win. Um, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But then then thinking about it, I was like, well, he he was still like in his own mind. Like, you know, he felt like he won, you know, or it felt like proud of himself and i'm like well, yeah. that's a nice that's that's a more I, I like that thinking of that ending i don't think you see that a lot where like the the hero doesn't win and still feels good well it was just to make it right to make the 15 rounds even though i mm-hmm. think it's supposed to be 12 no it's 15 um, it's 15 sure they, there's lots of different uh matches but 15 oh. would be like a a big match yeah that's a, that's a, i don't know how long each one of those rounds are but uh, three minutes I, how many minutes? Three minutes plus a minute of uh, in between. Jesus so it's an hour long match if they go all 15 rounds. Oh, I'm just getting the shit kicked out of you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been punched? Anyone ever been punched? Oh, yeah. 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 I was a I was a 13-year-old boy at one point. I mean, I mentioned it getting punched in the face on this podcast. Avid listeners know that I got punched in the face while riding a ripstick along the East River. Um, that happened. But also in, in school, I was a mouth like I was the mouthy kid. Like whenever someone slightly opened the door for me to come back with something and like come hard, they'd be like, like I remember they'd be like, uh, what is it? Uh, you're gay because they were right. But wait, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they said the same thing about me and turned yeah. out to be false. <laughs> they were wrong. Yeah, so 50, they just 50, said to everybody. 50, 50 chances. And I said something along the lines of "Go fuck your mom" because that's what you did back mm-hmm. then. And uh, Jake Gagnon. Uh, We've got a lot of names we're going to have to bleep later. (laughs) (laughs) He decided, like, he was like, oh, you know, he was in the back of the bus when I said that. So, no, it's like, so, yeah, whatever. It was just like, get off the bus, you know, and wait for me, see what happens. And I did, of course, because I'm confident and I waited. And when he came down from the steps, he punched me right downward while coming down the stairs. I just just knocked out to the ground. I woke up, his bracelet had like those cool, like, 2000, and let's see, what would this be? 2003, like, spikes, like, punk spikes. So it like sli- like sliced the side of my eye. And How brave of you, though! I would have not. Everyone, I went to class. I got called to the office. They're like, you know, do you have anything to tell us? And I'm like, no, no, no. This isn't a black eye. I'm totally fine. I wasn't. I wasn't. I gonna, walked into a door or like whatever. I wasn't <laughs> gonna rat. I wasn't gonna say anything. The kid got he got suspended for three weeks, and then the quarter changed, and then my new like. I don't know, mechanics, auto, like auto mechanic class, whatever the fuck it was called. He got literally positioned right next to me. <gasps> Were you friends? Uh, after that, no. But I did manage to wait on him later on when I was serving at one of my old restaurants with his mom. <laughs> Were you like, <laughs> remember when you punched me? Or <laughs> would you like some punch, sir? <laughs> would you like a hamburger? <laughs> 
No, but he seemed like a very nice person. He used his manners, and we did not acknowledge that we knew each other. And that seemed like to be the more reasonable way to handle sure. the situation. Sure. Yeah, sometimes you get punched. You know, you speak up. Have um, either of you punched somebody? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I've been in fights before. Um, sure. Uh, the, the first time I ever punched someone uh, where I was, like, angry was because I was, uh, I was a kid in middle school. I was, uh, I was bullied a lot. Uh, and just kind of that day happened where I was like, all right, no, today's the day. And then, like, some kid made fun of me somehow. And I smacked him in the face. And, like, no pretense, just <laughs> five across the face. You just had it. You were like, this is... <laughs> I, it, I'm, I'm, I was like, I am done. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> smacked him in the face. Then he smacked me in the face. And then I punched him in the face. Uh, and then we... it started with a smack. Like, you warned him. You're like, listen, like, stop. <laughs> hey, I swear to God, if you do that again, I'm gonna, I'm going to hurt you. Uh, <laughs> You will feel pain, and you're, I will inflict it. You are going to feel it, mister. Uh, you but, had a glove on you. You would have hit him with a glove, but it was... <laughs> yeah, I challenged him to a duel. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it turned out that kid was a lot stronger than me uh, because he won the fight. <laughs> um, oh, that was that was real rough. To t- so there's a couple things that happened. Uh, there's a comedian, Burt Kreischer, who has talked about this. But when you get into a fight and it's your first time, you do kind of get scared throwing punches and you don't want your face to get hit. So you like whip your head back when you you throw a punch. So it takes all of the power out of it. And it's just Mm. like, sure. Uh, And that happened to me where like I threw a punch and like I was too afraid and like I didn't, I pulled my punch. So he didn't get hurt by any of my punches, (laughs) but I sure got hurt by his. Um, And then a nun came over and separated us. And then I got uh, sent home. I hope that you went to, like, Catholic school and there wasn't just, like, a nun randomly (laughs) walking by. Just a nun on the street. Crane game nun situation that just happened out of nowhere. Look. Picked both of them out. (laughs) A local church had just gotten out. They had just been done singing their Sister Act musical. And they came in. It it was a whole... No, no, I went to Catholic school. Um, The closest I've ever been to a fight it was not in this fight, but the closest was, it was me and this person named uh, Sam. And she, we used to be, we were friends for a little bit. And then like, just like drifted off as the years went by. And I had a good, I loved good Charlotte. Um, very, very into good Charlotte. And she always wore a good Charlotte hoodie. And I think I like through the grapevine called her a poser. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. Why did I call her a poser? <laughs> You were a what? real fan. You were a real I, I fan. Was a real fan. <laughs> She's a poser. How dare she wear that hoodie? And it got to her, and then it got back to me that she wanted to fight me. Uh, and it was like outside the gym or whatever. So I went outside the gym, and I was just like, "Hey, Sam, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that." And she's like, "You know, that's okay." <laughs> <laughs> And it was fine. <laughs> I wish that's how this movie went. <laughs> you know what, Mr. Italian Stallion? <laughs> I know we're going to get paid a million dollars for this, but I don't have beef with you. <laughs> did, wait, did Rocky get paid? Yeah. 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 You get it. There's, yeah, there's a thing. Yeah. If you, you might have seen earlier in the movie when he fights Spider Rico. And uh, he gets that twenty bucks. He gets he gets forty dollars, and then Spider Rico gets seventeen dollars. 
So I mean, happy one. Which yeah. was that like an under? It seemed like an underground like fighting, or was it just like a local? It's an amateur. Yeah, it's an amateur thing. Like yeah. it still has rules. A little too amateur. I was like, did they literally just grab people that happened to be walking by when they were shooting this film to be like, hey, can you come boo at me? Yeah. <laughs> like, the acting was really, really delightfully bad. Um, it was really, it was fantastic. I loved it. Do you remember the boo people? They were like, like when he was like, hey, can I get the cigarette? That that one guy, he just like seemed like, uh, uh, movie. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, I didn't know you were going to talk to me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was really great. I'm a big fan. I wrote down that, um, did anyone else get, I've, so I've only seen parts of the room when I was really intoxicated. Um, and I've never seen whatever the, I got the room vibes too. Or yeah. you got... So, so I can, so the room was made after this, right? Like 30 years after this. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I think the room pulled, from, I think the room might've pulled from some of the awkwardness in the pet store. I got that vibe that the, that the acting, the energy I kept getting, like that energy from the room i'm like this is a fame like this movie is a classic yeah. <laughs> sorry jim <laughs> i was no, gonna say it. but the awkwardness in this movie is totally on purpose like right. he, that that is the message they're trying to send and they right. nailed it the room is trying to make it like a real movie where it's like oh this is a charismatic guy and you it's know, super awkward that's the realization I, I was like maybe maybe they saw like when they made the room whoever that tommy whatever like i don't know if he was like i'm gonna make a movie like my person my smooth talking italian stallion friend <laughs> like it's gonna be great <laughs> and then that probably I, well, I didn't say it out loud at the time but i was as i watched it with my boyfriend and i was just like this seems like and then i thought i'm like this is a classic or is it a cult class like do people like it because it's bad but people like it's good because it's good definitely not that second one <laughs> people like it because it's good like i i cried at the end i cried i know the end of this movie i cried at the end of this movie <laughs> with like when when he won yeah yesterday well, i cried no he lost um well no he won he won like he won yeah he won heart. spiritually yeah, he, yeah. he he went the distance yeah well yeah to prove that he wasn't a bum because honestly mm-hmm. I don't, he really didn't talk about it but it, you know where's his family who was he proving this for himself mm-hmm. um, uh, Kai, exactly. Yeah. Who is he proving so, this for? The world. No, but he's they're proving not it, real. He's proving it to the dog, uh, that is his real life dog. And also a was anyone else mad? I was like, this is a major responsibility you just bestowed upon him, and he took no time to be like, Okay, gonna put it next to the turtles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just saying, like, he takes good care of those turtles. Yeah. I think Cuff he's and gonna, Link. Yeah. I think he's and his fish, Moby Cuff and Link. And, and then his and then Moby Dick is his fish. I know all of the names, guys. He spent a long time at the beginning talking to those turtles. I'm like, this dude does not shut up, mm-hmm. <laughs> even when what? he's alone. That's, but that's the thing is that's what I mean. He literally has no clue. It is just so ingrained and just kind of like, I think it's just is is just that's him. That's that's what he is. Yeah. 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 You're getting yeah. it now, guys. You're We're getting, getting the, the actress. You're getting it. Well, what I don't know is how. Is in the sixth? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no! I just why does it like I'm just Adrian? Why does Adrian like him? Like I just have no. uh, He has no appeal towards to me. To be fair, we'll never know. I'm (laughs) calling it now. I haven't seen it, but I feel like they're gonna accidentally make him smarter in the sixth movie. I don't know why, but I feel like he has glasses all of a sudden. 
no, but it's just like there was such a gap between the times in which the movies existed that I think they're going to kind of just instinctively be like, I don't know, should we just give them a couple more brain cells? <laughs> like, like a little you're, bit. You're Drops not that weird voice, too. <laughs> Am I not wrong? Voice. <laughs> Are you going to just tell me now? Am I not um, wrong? So you're very wrong because in the fifth movie, they reveal that he is so brain damaged that if he ever gets back in the ring, he will die. Oh, and then no! he gets back in the ring, doesn't he? He gets back in the ring in the sixth movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's an idiot. He's like, I gotta do it. For who? No, you don't have to do it. it it's uh, Trust me. They, not only does he get dumber, but the movies get dumber. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why are we doing this? Oh, Jack and Katie McDermott. That's why. <laughs> they voted for this. They voted for this. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah. To be fair, we did suggest it on a list of options, so it's on us as well. Yeah, I knew some boys in high school that would call themselves the Italian Stallion, and I don't know if they yeah. knew. Like, I'm sh- maybe they knew it was from Rocky, but I don't know if they like knew it was from Rocky. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think maybe they heard someone else say it and would like call themselves that. I get the feeling they were f- like their favorite movie is the fourth movie, which is like I don't think they watched Rocky. Mm. I they were like italian and they were like i'm gonna call myself italian stallion maybe they watched it i was gonna say uh, there's something a lot of italian people that i know this is one of those movies that is just like yeah you grow up watching rocky mm-hmm. like this is just what this is just part of life you you rocky is always on every italian person knows this and it's just like when you get further into the series you start to see why like when you're like oh people who or if someone's a fan of the Rocky series, they're a dumb person because as it goes on, it gets dumber and dumber and dumber. <laughs> See, I'm trying to be a little cautious with what I say because I, I feel like I've already lost some of our South Philly listeners already, and I could be wrong. Oh, uh, whoops. Yeah. What do you I think? mean, I'm saying this. This is legitimately, even talking right now, this is legitimately my one of my top favorite movies. It's mm-hmm. one of 30 movies I've given 10 stars on IMDb. <laughs> it's... It's it's a peculiar one for me. I get it. I understand why for me it's probably going to be landing more towards like I'm going to give it novelty. I'll give it that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I I I know that this is going to be a thing where I'm going to watch the whole set of these eight movies and go, "Okay, that's what they were trying to do." But for right now, I just have a little bit of like I think I just got hit with it was I th- you know what? I wrote it down, and it really is the thing. It's just so much walking. It's so much walking. <laughs> it's the thing that really got me. Is I felt like it was just a lot of that. <laughs> for the for me, it's like a movie where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch this with my sister, so we can both like laugh the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, and honestly, I think that's the part is when I let myself just like laugh and chuckle, that kind of like, and not t- tear him apart for how stupid he was, or like kind of like how like opie he was. But in the same way that like I can watch uh, The Office and be like, I like I, I'm gonna go to this part of my brain or my brain where I'm kind of like, all right, terrible people are going to say things, and I'm like, oh, that person does exist, and I laugh at those people all the time. So I try to disconnect, because I'm I'm on a movie review podcast technically, I guess that's what this is, Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I guess. So I'm always kind of like, oh, I'm supposed to watch this with like a, a stern eye of like, what do I think of the film? But if this was just like, I don't know, I don't know, just people, people I met, I would, I don't know, I don't know how I'd react. So a few years ago, I watched The Godfather for the first time, which is a classic. <laughs> yes, yeah. Loved it. Oh yeah. my God. I was enthralled. Fucking loved it. Yeah. So now I think every time I go into a classic, I'm like, oh, it's going to be as good as The Godfather. <laughs> well, 
The Godfather is also like Rocky's kind of a movie that like everyone's like, oh, it's a classic. The Godfather is one that regularly people are like, it's the best movie ever. I love. Well, it. I'm, I love I'm just it. comparing everything to that. Mm-hmm. That the the Godfather dough dough the Godfather the though does have like a lot of very outdated filmmaking in it mm. like the fight uh between um it's a, it's the street fight where uh i think it's james Conn is uh hitting the guy with the trash can it's the fakest looking f- they're like clearly like three feet away from each other and the guy's like oh 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 god they needed that that walking camera that uh rocky <laughs> yeah. had yeah that wouldn't come yeah. out for four more years Actually, that's something I did realize. Actually, when we were doing this, is like this is the oldest movie we've done thus far in the on the in the, in the film, and I'm like, yeah, and it, it shows. shows. It does show. Um, it, it's also a cheap movie from that era too, right? Which I think I think I'm affected by that in the sense that so Jim, you've watched a lot of movies that I think are you watch a lot of films in general, so you have a higher range of films that are like less budget, mm-hmm. a little bit more less mainstream like that. So I grew up with like my babysitter was blockbusters and like garbage stuff. Like I watched all the American pie movies, you know what I mean? Like I, I mean, sure. Yeah. I snuck in the Goonies and Sandlot and like I had like my go-tos actually another one, which I've talked about daylight for whatever reason, another Sylvester Stallone movie, which is a weird ass fucking Sylvester Stallone movie to be obsessed with, uh, about him being trapped in a cave, uh, or like a tunnel, whatever. It's dumb. <laughs> I need to go outside. I'm not on a snake. Same guy. Same guy. <laughs> Yo, Adrian. <laughs> hey, Adrian. Listen to me. I love you so much. I had to, I got hit in the face. Look at it. Ew, squirt. Ketchup goes out of my mouth. Ah. Where's your heart? <laughs> I like that part, by the way. When it, she, oh. there's that big emotional moment and she finally gets to him and he goes, where's your heart? Like, Wait, oh, when, yeah. when is that? The very end of the movie, when they like, she's like running like, to him through the the the. He goes, "Where's your hat?" The second she gets there, he goes, "Where's your hat?" Like that's the first thing he says to her. I I don't remember that. I think I was at that moment still like, oh, he didn't win. Yeah, it is kind of like that. That is a moment that a lot of people forget, specifically because like two seconds before they're like, "The win is Apollo Creed." <laughs> I know. I think I almost missed it. I was like, "Wait, yeah. did he? Did he not?" I was upset because I didn't hear the line that I thought was going to happen, which is maybe it's in the second one, but I could have sworn there's a scene where Rocky's in a chair, like a wheelchair. He got his ass kicked and she's like, I love you, Rocky. And he's just like, okay, bye. See you later. So I have this memory of him saying that and it being in a film and it wasn't this one. So I'm waiting. We'll see which one it is. Don't tell me, Jim. I'll find it if it exists. If it doesn't, it doesn't exist. I made it up in my head. It's the opening of the second one. Oh, it's the opening of the second one. But it's just like, that's that. They handle, yeah. like, they do that. The the whole, let me just completely ignore what you say. <laughs> they do that constantly, apparently. That's great. This might be a stupid question, but is this the first movie that had a montage? No, no. That, those have been around forever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm trying to say good things about this movie. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> trying to, like. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. I, I, I fully understand that, like, things that i like other people don't like i i do exist in that plane where i'm like yeah i I love this thing other i have a sister she hates this movie like of course this is just better than the mark Wahlberg's philadelphia redemption story no one ever no one ever saw him are you talking about Wahlburgers? like the Wahlburgers that closed in fishtown (laughs) 
No. Mark Mark Wahlberg was in like a, a movie where he was like a football. Yeah, he was like the football. I think it was like a kicker. Is that what it was? Are you know. talking about Invincible? That's Tony Danza. No, it wasn't Tony. Was it Tony Danza? <laughs> oh, I'm mixing stuff up now. That's that's well then that's Tony Danza. I need to see that. Kai, are you talk- si- are you talking about Invincible? Invincible. There we go. A, yeah, there was like a Philly local can go try out for the team, and he did. He made it, and it was based off like a real person, I think, in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, it's Vince Papali. My, which my favorite thing about that is, uh, he makes the team. He's just a normal guy, and that year the Eagles were like three and thirteen. They were horrible that year. They never, <laughs> they never won a game. <laughs> it's very indicative of Philadelphia. One of my, one of my favorite things about Philadelphia is that our greatest sports hero is Rocky Balboa, who is a fictional character who lost in the first movie. Who lost. <laughs> That's so Philly, though. That's so Philly. I love Philly. I think it is also wild that such a, like, a, a amazing, like, prestigious museum of art and culture has the Rocky statue outside. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. wild. It wasn't always there. Oh. It, so... They put it there for the third movie, and then they almost immediately put it down by the stadiums and, like, hid it behind a bush because nobody cared. And then eventually it made its way back to the... Yeah. Uh... Oh, it's because of the steps. Yeah. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, really? really? It just... That's... Oh, my God, you're amazing. But, like, for real, that is, like, people... There's a ton of people who go... There's, like, people who come from other countries... When they come to Philadelphia, they go, all right, I got to go run up the steps. Like, I have to do that. I was a Lyft driver for two years in the city. So, yes, I know because I dropped off people constantly to go do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it. As a matter of fact, I was like, it would be really funny if I made a promo of me running up the steps. I'm going to get Nate to come fall, like watch me run up the steps. And then the next process was, I wonder if there's an app where I can put my face on top of Sylvester Stallone to have him run up the steps. And then I just showed up and I did none of it. <laughs> You absolutely ran up the steps because I was there when you did that with Kelso. Oh, did I? Do I have any footage of that? Oh, I ran up a little bit. I didn't run all the way up, did I? I believe you did. We we ran up the steps. Uh, we did do the same day we ate cheesesteaks and in, in oh, the yeah we did in the tacos. Uh, in the pizza. I forgot about oh, going up the steps. What is that? Philly taco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did the Philly taco. We went to Lorenzo's and Jim's. Oh, Lorenzo's. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the portion of the experience that I was able to commit to in the beginning, and then I'm lactose intolerant, so I knew what I was getting myself into. into. So for yeah, for those of you, I think we've actually talked about the Philly taco on. Just Google it, people. Don't do it. Don't put a cheesesteak and pizza wrapped inside your body. Or do it. Do it. Do it, and you won't be able to feel your heart for a couple hours, which is what (sighs) happened for me. I was like, I can't breathe. I felt disgusting after. I just can't imagine trying to do it with uh, a cheesesteak that actually has uh, filling in it. Yeah, I came at you, James. Put your meat, get your meat up a little bit. It's a little. What did you not put meat in it? I just think there wasn't enough meat when I go there. I like so I'm. Oh, I... Jim's. Yeah, not this Jim. This Jim I love. Jim. No, uh, no. Jim's Jim steak. Sorry, <laughs> Jim's steak. Not Jim. My the not Jim the host. Um, I yeah. I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> just so in case you know, sir. I'm the other host. In case anyone ever asks. Um, that's the dynamic we've established here. Okay. But I'm a snob because I used to go to Delisandro's when I'd get a cheesesteak and they are like stacked and filled. It's delicious. 
I'm spoiled. Eh, the thing I the thing I don't like about Dallas Andres is because it's such a big pile of meat that they put in, like they they go into that big pile of meat and then they just shove it into a uh, a roll and give it to you. Mm-hmm. It tends to be cold when I get by the time I get to it. That's I tell it. What is it? It's in Maniunk. It's Dallas Andres. Mm. Oh wait, maybe I have. I it's went a to very, a place in Maniunk that was like very. Yeah, popular. it's cash only. They make you feel like an asshole if you don't know that for your first time. I did yeah, get one. Uh, <laughs> I love how that's all it takes. They treat you like shit. It's fucking amazing. And have you ever been to one of those like diners where they're like supposed to insult you and stuff? Yeah, I have. I, yeah, yeah. I, I went to one in like Detroit. My parents thought it was a who. <laughs> did you go to like a PG version, or did you go to a place where they're like, "You're a fucking loser and nobody loves you"? What's your name, Sarah? More like Bora. <laughs> More it like, was a PG. Yeah, they were like, okay. "Your hands." Yo, up. did you read the menu yet? waiting here like it's like okay <laughs> i uh I, w- I went to i think it was called dicks in um uh uh baltimore yeah and that particular day it was i think 100 degrees so i was miserable because i can't regulate my body temperature because my body's stupid and uh i we went to this we went to this place and i didn't even think about it uh nobody described it to me and i went to the bathroom when the like person was coming and then I came back and I was like, all right, what do I want to order? And they were like, how about you hurry up and read the fucking thing? And I was like, excuse me? Like, who do you think? And then like everything came together in my head and I went, oh, we're at an insult place. Fuck me. Why did we do this today? I'm what did sweating. you say to me? You just start yeah. weeping. Like, I, am, I am halfway through this Yelp review, sir, and you are not going to be happy when I'm done. I wonder if they do. They, I'm sure they get bad like Yelp reviews. They were the, the server was very mean. I, I was appalled by the thing they said to me. So my dream, and next time I'm lucid dreaming, if I can make this happen, I'd be really happy. Um, I want the reverse, where it's like a staff of everyone that's ever been mean to me. And they have to be nice to me. Like, they have to be very, very kind to me. Oh, I can't wait for all of my eighth grade bullies to just be nice to me for once. And that is a dream I have had (laughs) since I was in eighth grade. (laughs) Where they just all make you milkshakes and are like, you want to have a slumber party, Jim? You're included because we love you. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't like you guys. (laughs) Yeah, my dream has come true where I don't have to see those people ever again. (laughs) It's oh, so actually, nice. I forget their names. Oh, I remember every single one of them because I say their name every single night. <laughs> I was just rummaging through all of my belongings and I found my old, like, what is it? I don't know, the little, like, pamphlet they give you at your graduation with everybody's name and everything. <laughs> so this is great for improv. I've just been like, I'm going to have to log a couple of these in to save for, yeah. So, but but also going through, I'm like, don't remember you, don't remember you, heard you died, keep going. <laughs> like It's just like, yeah. It is it is very interesting. And then, yeah, I'll remember a few times, I'm like, oh, yeah, you robbed me once. Like, it's just, like, weird experiencing. Yeah, New Hampshire is a weird place. Um, yeah, it is weird going through all that and, and being like, oh, yeah, that's right. You were, like, an awkward person that liked me, but then I liked your friend, and, like, seventh grade was weird. Uh, so it's fun to kind of live those memories again. No desire to go back in life. Like, yeah. there's no, yeah, I don't know. I'm not like, oh, I wish I could go back to high school. Like, Yeah, I'm pushing 30, and I'm pushing 30 the other way. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, guys? Let's push that shit down. <laughs> like a push-up. I Oh, God. I remember there was, like, 
uh, a couple years ago, there was like talk of like a 10 year reunion for my eighth grade graduating class. And I was like, no, I'm going to tell you right now. No, I'm not going to this because I don't like I there was one guy. I still hung out with him. Mm-hmm. You'll uh, hang out with him outside of like the reunion. You know what I mean? Like you don't need a reunion to hang out with the person you talk to. It's exactly what I said to him. I was like, look, I only talk to you and you're the only person I want to see. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Uh. Uh, I think it, I think he was like, but wouldn't you like want to go and just rub it in their fucking faces because they all suck and you're doing okay in life? <laughs> and I was like, no, because I was still two years away of being a comedian, which is when apparently people see that and they go, oh, I want to talk to Jim now. It's been many years. Like, I didn't know you were famous. And I'm like, I, I, I say jokes in front of. 10 people and then they don't laugh like it's not a big but they don't know that they think you're famous (laughs) um i think that reunions used to like you know the they used to happen because no one could find each other no one was in contact like now we have ways we don't we don't need to do that if you want to talk to someone you'll find a way yeah you don't need to know i'm like i don't need to know that your bathroom is remodeled and no longer has like trains on the wall anymore <laughs> like cool <laughs> i i will say there are a few people that from my high school that are like i i i wish i could actually follow more um and only out of pure entertainment mm-hmm. um oh, i should be careful it might be obvious who i'm talking about but anyways it, it just say a name that rhymes like <laughs> uh, no that's even worse that's just directly uh uh george orwell <laughs> wow wow well, yeah. you you you're much older than i thought yeah so george was just so blatantly is always constantly just like fuck this person i'm glad they're fucking dead they're a piece of shit you know we're just like yeah, I read 1984. Just, yeah, <laughs> classic George, am I right? No, but I just love it because they just like they just don't hold punches at mm-hmm. all, and it's always met with nothing, no comments. It's just their own comments mm-hmm. on them, and it's just like, all right. <laughs> so it, it's I don't know. I shouldn't be I shouldn't be bathing in the joy of this, but it is someone that used to be kind of mean to me, so I'm kind of like. This is this is where I get my little bit of joy in the pandemic. I I've looked at a Facebook or or two just to be like, yeah, like a um an ex or like yeah, someone who was like not a good person back in the day. Like people I get people can change. I understand that. But there I, is something looking at like you know, being like haha. I regret uh, I I actually I I encourage everyone that's unfollowed me since, uh, <laughs> like from anybody really that I dated, uh, I, I, I hope they don't follow me. Don't do it. Don't listen to my podcast. If you're listening now, stop. This is your last episode. Don't keep doing this to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely have a few people that I've also kind of been like, oh, they're doing great. Like, that's fucking awesome. Like, There I'm- is, so there's one ex who I have who um every so often I have like um this moment where I'm like, you know what? Like. I should like really just write an email. Like, you know, I have no feelings towards him as, as far as like um, love interest or anything like that. But I'm like, I should write an email and just like apologize or like, you know, you know, just say like, come to like a, um, a not a, not even a closure. Just like we were both, both so shitty to each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then I have, a mo- so I have that moment of clarity. And then like 
the next man and I'm like, no, fuck him. Like, never, never is going to get that satisfaction from me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's also one of those things where it's like, even if you were like, you know what, I should do that. Like, I do feel like I need to apologize. That's just like bringing up old stuff to them where they're like i'm i was past this like i i don't want to i don't want to talk about this like oh, i don't even God. remember you yeah yeah <laughs> sarah who he thinks about me every day i've realized he says your taylor... name every night <laughs> taylor swift's uh i forgot Where's that this you going existed. Kai? <laughs> no no taylor swift says that i forgot that you existed so... and then the first time i heard that i was like there are so many people singing that about me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so happy for them because honestly, on the many versions of shitty, like trying to be a good, cool dude uh, and just also not taking accountability for my shitty behavior, I have many people that I'm like, I don't blame you. I, I wouldn't have wanted to be that person either. You know what though? Making a song, this is kind of like the song You're So Vain. Like, so making a song saying <laughs> that you don't even, rem- I don't even remember you. You're saying yeah. that you remember that, like, you wrote a song about them and then like you're so vain you probably think this song is about you well it kind of is about them now because you you know what i mean that's why oh who is the guy who it's told oh warren Beatty. warren Beatty has been like yeah clearly that song is about me like who else would it be about (laughs) so like in a way like it might not have been written about warren Beatty, but at the same time it's totally written about warren Beatty because he he thinks the song is about him, so yeah. technically, it is about him. So wait, so is it about all of us? About all. Yeah, of us. we all dated Carly Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, the, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had a thought, and I, 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 while someone was talking, I totally forgot all about it. Was it a really good one? Yeah, it was really good, you guys. <laughs> God damn it, we missed it. Was You're it gonna, was it going to be it. about an ex that you uh, you want to like break? Maybe like. I rehash some shit with bring it no. up on the podcast no i i mean i'm friends with most of my exes oh you're one of those okay <laughs> i don't talk to a one i i don't talk to some of them I, I there was one i saw and i was just like i never want to see this person again like mm. i was not kind to them but they also were not kind to me and i don't want to ever see them so we're not talking ever so i do have them I think, what is it, uh, some people just really don't need your stories is a thing that I've tried to remind myself a lot of times. Mm. And yeah, some stuff is just generally like, I'll go work on why I'm sorry and process like why I should work on forgiveness over for myself over here. But until they actually request one from me, I'll just be doing my thing. <laughs> you know what? It's even, even past sending like, I'm sorry, I think it's like internally like I'm like, you know what? I feel happy for this person because they're in a better spot in their life and then i take it all back and i'm like no fuck you even just internally i'm like no 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 but that's he has a kid i should just be like that's not like i'm sure it's ugly do you want to take do you want to take a minute if you want just like just speak for five minutes fluidly and we'll cut it out if you need it we'll end the podcast right now so you can do that yeah i need a podcast every week now (laughs) i would love the idea of you starting a podcast that is specifically a slow breakdown of a note you're trying to write this person (laughs) i also like the idea of (laughs) <laughs> every single time you record a podcast and you go well, i can't use any of that so you say <laughs> so you have to cut literally all of it yes <laughs> but if you pay an exorbitant amount for the patreon you get access to the full episode yes that's the way to do it exclusive 
make him pay for his <laughs> yes oh yes we're coming really up good. with a good scheme here okay he's like i don't know i'm on the top tier i don't know why i'm not getting it i've tried to download it so many times <laughs> like just actually you need to be uh in that tier for three months and then there's a review process mm-hmm. it's just it's really complicated but keep trying you'll get it i wish him well i wish him well mm. i had a thing Jim, did you have a thing? No, I didn't have a thing. Is that does is that the sign that we should like do final notes? We could do that thing. I yeah. I I did want to ask. Uh, was there anything that you were like? Why did we not talk about this? Because there was a couple. Why did we not talk about it? Stuff that I wrote down just in case. But I was just saying we didn't talk at all about how horrible the boxing is. Like, no, I didn't. I have no clue. Like what <laughs> they, boxing? Yeah, they take like fifty shots to the head throughout the movie and it's also like it much like that scene in the godfather it's like clearly like six feet away from each other and they're just like oh god you hit me in the face like right (laughs) i did i when they when he cut his eye i'm like that's authentic that's what they do in boxing (laughs) and then they just clearly squirt some ketchup on him Mm. they so something cool i learned is that they did when in terms of filming, they filmed that whole business in reverse. So mm-hmm. they did all the makeup because the most expensive thing about this entire film was actually the makeup. And I could be lying, but I think that's actually the truth. Is actually that was one of the bigger like financial difficulties was just that. Sure. Uh, and yeah, so they just kept going from full makeup. They'd fuck up. They'd do it. They kind of fuck them up. Take a little bit off. Still kind of remnants fuck up from previous before. So it was the best way to kind of then oh, get them backwards. Oh, interesting. They were smart. They were really fucking smart about making this movie. Yeah. You think, did Sylvester Stallone box before this movie? Or learn how to box for the movie? I don't even think he learned how to box. Hmm. Yeah, I think, I think he, I think he had like some experience, but I don't remember. I used, I, I could have told you that when I was 12 uh, and I was obsessed with this movie. Um, And I made a video of me running through Philadelphia, pretending to be Rocky with my friend. Have you run up the steps then? Many times. <laughs> yes. I think that's going to be my goal for uh, this year. I'm going to run up the steps. It's a yep. very attainable goal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You just go to the steps and then run up them. You think getting someplace is an attainable goal? Hey, it takes I, me a while. I know right now it's not the most attainable goal, <laughs> but like literally any other time. Parking's trash. I'm not going in a lift. Trust me. I literally thought about this over the last three days. I'm like, yeah, it's just going over there. It's running up some steps and then it's going home. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-mm. It's not going to happen for a hot minute. Mm-mm. Nope. I just have the goal of riding on a trolley in Philly. So I have done that a couple times, actually. And it's it's like riding on a bus. That's also a train. That's really, that's how it feels. I can't hang off the back and like throw my hat in the air. Yeah, and you don't go ring a ding ding. I'm riding on the trolley. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 goes the trolley. <laughs> yeah, you're my grandmother for some reason in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it's just it's like a bus. It's okay. very. I I did you're taking like away the magic from me. I will say it is. There is like a strange magic to it. Because I do this thing every year with my mom called the uh, the Holly Jolly Trolley in my hometown. That's adorable. Where like it's they they 
rent a bunch of trolleys and then they take it around my hometown and look at uh christmas lights and like all the children in town do it and i i'm the one who i'm one of three people who run the trolley where i'm like hey everyone look at these lights they're lots of fun and look over there that's mickey mouse isn't that cute okay and i have like i like write stupid jokes and they never get a laugh because they're all children who don't care about me they just care about the christmas songs (laughs) hey uh Hey, mom and dad, can you shut off the podcast for a quick second? Hey, Jim, can you talk to your parents and see if they'll adopt me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. They'll. T- my dad will take you on a Rocky tour, which he did. Which I- I'm not joking. We did that when I was 12, and we made a video about it. Aww. that footage exists somewhere on a, so on some VHS tape. That's so sweet. No, I need to. I need to get my shit together and like. Properly take advantage like an ice skating rink I saw that I didn't take advantage of at all. I mean, granted, this year is not exactly the time to do those kind of things. But yeah. I see like there's like sometimes there's like a little uh, there's random carnivals that go up in the city. And I never take advantage of those things when they happen. There's a free ice skating rink. You just have to pay for skates. Mm-hmm. Where's that at? Rizzo's, which huh. is like not the greatest name. But um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's on washington and columbus boulevard like yeah that's what i'm talking about okay mm-hmm. so that's free i just saw it but i haven't gone to it i don't know if you can actually go there so but yeah i see this kind of stuff all the time and i'm like i don't take advantage of it i should totally should mm-hmm. and if you're anything like rocky you don't even need skates you just run around the. you just run around <laughs> and don't fall down and don't fall down he like if- okay he makes it so awkward for eight like if i was adrian in that situation i'd be like we can just leave like it's okay if we don't go ice skating to be fair, she does say that. <laughs> that was another thing. Yeah, he just is like, no, we're doing this. We're making this as awkward as possible. He's like, look, we have to do it so Adam Sandler can rip off the idea and put it in his fucking Happy Gilmore movie. It's the only reason we have to do it. <laughs> What's the song they sang in that movie? Till the night closes. Yeah, I knew, I knew you knew it. Closes yeah. And then the Zamboni driver is singing it along. Yeah. For Happy Gilmore, anything! It's so dumb. Um, so for our listeners, and also, Sarah, just so you know, we might get Adam Sandler on the podcast. I reached out. I sent him a message. Um, Is he going to review his own movie? I'm going to get him to Rocky III. <laughs> I'm not kidding to you when I said, the, I mean, it's never going to go to him, but I put it in, I put, sent it to the stupid Instagram thing, so whoever reads it. Uh, I was like, even if you wanted to review one of your own movies, we can get all meta about it. And the reason I did it is like, all right, it's never going to happen, so why not? But also, my small, tiny window of, like, so whoever the agent is that sees that, be like, this is, like, okay, this queerdo wants, like, their dreams to come true, we'll make it happen, is because my mom used to wait on his parents, like, at their, like, at a restaurant, he grew up in my city, his sister was, like, my dentist growing up, so, like, I have this tiny little tie that I'm like, I'm going to use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the and the funny st- thing is, you adding that in there, Probably made it even worse because oh, I know. then he's I know. like, uh, I don't want this stalker yeah. <laughs> to have me on yeah. their podcast. Yeah. That's like, hey, man. So I used to like think we were like the coolest. Then I grew up and I was like, your movies are okay. Uh, <laughs> and now he's going to listen to this to test out to see if he wants to come on the podcast. And now he's not going to come on the podcast now. His, yeah. his latest, the last special he did brought me back onto Adam Sandler's side. It was so oh, the, good. The, the stand-up Maybe special Halloween. No, not not Huey Halloween. No, God. you're talking about you're talking about the stand up special. The stand up special was yeah. so good. It was, I was like, nice. okay, I'll give him another chance. The Chris Farley tribute was definitely really sweet. Oh. I liked that a lot. 
yeah, I grew up thinking of him as like a very sweet person. He was always kind. He came to back to the city and always gave good money, you know, good money to very always like just very personable with everybody in the city. I don't have any real examples of people saying that he was a total dick, but of course he was because he's a human being. Yeah, yeah. We're well, getting that's... him on this podcast. It's happening. No, I don't know. It this is... is the campaign to get Adam Sandler on our podcast. So everybody, will you please at Adam tell him not to listen to this episode because I kind of threw a little shade at him for like a second. Uh, it's been so weird because like as I grew up, his sister would be like, "Oh, did you see my brother's new movie?" And like with her having dentistry tools in my mouth, I'm like. I'm going to say it was good, or I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I saw I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I I feel like I chose the movie that is the worst in, like, an angry way, where, like, the rest of them is just, like, they're bad, but I'm like, eh, you know, but it's it's harmless. That's the movie yeah. where I'm like, yeah, but fuck that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, who was, it's like, this is movie. a great idea. Yeah. <sighs> well, what if I made fun of gay people for, like, two hours that'll be a good movie so yeah i've also sent kevin james <laughs> a message as well <laughs> i want to i want to get them both on as a couple we're actually gonna have the two of them on together <laughs> kevin james for smoking the bandit five. <laughs> oh yes please Jim, I don't have anything else that made me really mad about this movie. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I this is one of those first movies in a while where I just kind of stopped taking notes and I just watched the rest of the movie because I kind of just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I I also didn't take notes, but that's because I have memorized this movie and I don't need to take notes because uh, mm. I adore this movie. <laughs> but I did have a couple notes. Yeah. Um, th- so one of my favorite things about the movie is... When he goes into the room and he's looking at the two gigantic posters and he sees his poster with the shorts that are reversed colors mm-hmm. and he points at it. That's because they really ordered that and they accidentally used the wrong color. Who was going to notice? I didn't notice until he said something. But he made that scene and it was like, that's so perfect, though. It fits so well because it's like, oh, we don't care. Like, yeah, you're nobody. Yeah. You're nobody we don't care that we fucked this up whatever and then but for him it means the entire world it was perfect i love it so they they know what shorts they're wearing before they come out yeah yeah sports teams i mean you know what kind of they're gonna wear home or away or whatever the heck i'm sure they have like a, a department that's in charge of that kind of stuff well they it's so that when you're watching it you could be like the guy in the red shorts and then the guy in the red, white, and blue shorts. <laughs> Very similar. I love the fanfare that uh, I, um, Apollo came out in. My leftover note was going to be Apollo Creed coming in as George Washington did as the original Hamilton. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I was like, this is something else. Was he like throwing stuff out to people? Were they getting treats? I don't even know. Oh, he's giving them real money. I think he was throwing quarters at people. Wow. With Washington or Washington George. George Washington's face on it. I'm pretty sure he's throwing quarters at people, which is yeah. not nice. Don't throw heavy currency at people. <laughs> it reminded me more of like a wrestling intro. Mm-hmm. Well, it's supposed to be an exhibition match. It's not really supposed to be anything. That's that's kind of the point of it, because there's that one part where he's like, he thinks this is a real fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be just it like a It was a real thing. fight, though. It was. It was for Rocky. It went, it went long. It was for him, too. He almost got knocked out in, like, the first punch. Yeah, he got knocked down. Yeah, he wasn't thinking it was gonna, um, he wasn't gonna come in with that, yeah. 
I'm ex- I'm excited. I know he's going to be back in another one, so I'm excited to learn more about Apollo Creed. I mean, obviously, it existed enough for them to make two movies called Creed afterwards, which I know it's like it's a it's, it's his son or grandson or it's I don't son. know it's how the time works, but yeah, I'm sure that's what's going to be the case. Mm-hmm. I uh I wrote down and I want to ask actually because this brought up a question for me, but I wrote down the two things that I, or two names that I really love. I love that Kid Brooks and Sugar Jackson. Like I I love fun like fighting names uh or like like you know they're just it makes me think of improv names so i'm curious and i'm sorry to th- we can cut it out if it's not good and you hate your answer or whatever but do you have a boxing alias that you think you'd want to go by Ooh, oh this is good you can take your time with it we could just have dead air for like 20 minutes uh tommy ray henley you've thought about this Wor- world famous pugilist tommy ray henley no i st- i stole that that's a <laughs> that's someone else said that We'll give you credit. We can like quote that person and then quote you around the quote. Um, I will say this is a name that has been like family legend for me that mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's real because I tried looking it up, but I can't find this guy. But my dad insists that one of Muhammad Ali's like coaches, his name was Shabadoo Boogie Whip. <laughs> and uh, That's great. I love that. And my dad insists that that was originally what they were going to name me, but my mom wouldn't let it happen. So (laughs) instead, they named me after him. So obviously, it's not real. But (laughs) he insists that there's a real person named Shabadoo Boogie Whip. My sister had me going for a while with me thinking my nephew's name was going to be Earl Rolf. Middle name Rolf. (laughs) R-O-L-F. Yeah, after the dog from the Muppets. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I believe that for uh, longer for comfort. So yeah, I'm gl- I'm glad that didn't happen to you, Jim. <laughs> Would Earl Rolf be your? Oh yeah. No your punchy name. Uh, I've actually so I would either go with an alternative porn alias, which I might use still. So don't steal this from me, anybody. Hot Pocket. I think it's really great. It's it's Jim. Do you get it? Because it's in re- in relationship to my anus. No, that's a. That's a wrestler name. We're talking about boxer names right now. <laughs> what do you think? I think it. Yeah. Because you get him in the pocket. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I you like punch that. him in the pocket and some cold meat comes out. No, I got to I got to give a credit to my buddy Donnie on that one. He he came up with that name for a good like porn alias. Um, so I might we'll save hot pocket for like the right day. Hot pocket. What about what about like the ringmaster? Cuz you're in a ring. You know? <laughs> Does it have again, to be a pun? Again, no, these are <laughs> wrestling names. You guys are coming up with wrestling names right now. <laughs> I want to be like, I want to be kind, but like not a man. So not mankind, but like, I don't know what I would be. What would I be? I'd be I'd the be... Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Maybe Sarah the Rock Clemency. <laughs> no, no, no. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm, that's better. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Kai the Snake. I don't know why Kai the Snake just feels good. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> Jake the Snake, Sarah the Shuffler. Does it have to be personified too? What is it? What are the rules here? I like Sarah the Shuffler. It sounds like you're a Yu-Gi-Oh character. I really thought you said shoveler, so I thought you were coming out and like <laughs> throwing snow over your shoulder onto the oh, people. Oh no, audience. no! Your gimmick is that you're gonna you're gonna dig their grave. Yes, <laughs> no. yes, you get it. I like and, the shoveler. Yeah, and then and they come out to baby elephant walk. <laughs> when I become a boxer, here we go. 
<laughs> Your big boxing debut. Mm-hmm. Sarah, the shoveler. Ba, 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 ba. Is that where you're going to go with? Is that your answer? Yes, that's it. I feel pretty good about it. So your your boxing name is just your name, but with the shoveler in the middle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that how you make a boxing name? It was the Italian, Rocky, the Italian stallion, right? Yeah. yeah you just try to come up with something that goes along with your name. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What am I going to work with? Yeah. I mean, actually, no. What's just weird is that like did he just pull it out of nowhere like was italian stallion just literally something he said he just he made up when he was working or some shit no he made it up while he was eating dinner (laughs) (laughs) that was such a throwaway line he's like i don't know i said it out loud and i thought it was good (laughs) that is one of those lines i love because it's so stupid eating chicken parm thinking about my dick and i was like (laughs) i'm a fucking Uh, stallion (laughs) i also like do a lot of boxers usually punch me and he goes i don't know i think i invented it (laughs) <laughs> they make film and put yeah that was... do they sell that meat after he's touching that with his hands discount yeah discount meat he 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 broke its ribs he's helping them mm-hmm. if anything he's getting he's helping them so that they can have little shards of bone in their steak <laughs> um speaking of little bones inside of your steak i don't know anybody can anyone can, <laughs> anyone want to help me out with that um, are no, there that was any, perfect. Are there any little uh, hard <laughs> entities <laughs> existing within the meaty substance of your life that you would like to share with the world? Do anything you'd like to promote. <laughs> I said it's so mad. What the fuck do you want to tell everyone to listen to? <laughs> Does it have to be sexual? It doesn't have no, to be meaty. No, what's the bones or, in your steak? Or, like, like bony. It doesn't have to be any of that, no. What are your ribs like? Hmm. <laughs> I, have, I have the right amount of them. Cool. Nice. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, I have nothing to promote. I know that's so boring. Um, I'm um, excited to get my second vaccination on March 25th. So, um, see me. Oh, you know what else? I, I'm moving in Philly. Well, I'm excited to move. So, if anyone's listening, no, probably won't be out by that time to help me move. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting texts right now. People are asking me to extend how long it's going to take for me to put this out because <laughs> they don't want to help you move. <laughs> it's terrible. I was really amazed that it really all came at the same time. Yeah, point. my friend with a truck says he's not available. That uh, Sarah, I'll help you move. It's one of my favorite things to do in the world. I am that annoying person that likes to suggest that what if we put this and that? Uh, yeah, no, I'm all about Remember that time we tried to help Kelso move and there was an electrical storm? That was a fun day. I would never, um, ask someone to help me move. I hate moving. I'm a mess. I'm a, I'm not happy. I'm, I cry. I hide in closets. And, yeah. um, no, I don't want anyone to see me in that state. So thank you. But no. Okay. okay. I, I appreciate that. I thought for sure you were going to say, I would never help Kelso move. <laughs> yeah. See, this is this is what has happened. I don't know what's funny anymore. Okay, I just think facts. I just say facts now. If, on March 25th if we wanted to come and and you know celebrate your event, uh, where would we go to to applaud you getting your vaccination? Like is there a place we could just go? Mm-hmm. If you want to stream uh, it live, we can put it right on our rotten treasure. <laughs> page 
it's gonna be on zoom nice uh, yeah hell yeah nice well congrats and Jim- i'm gonna i'll wear my fanciest outfit oh yes please dude what is your fanciest outfit uh oh you're looking at it. Oh, you're looking at it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> My eagle shirt. Yeah. Uh, made of rhinestones. It's amazing. <laughs> I bought, back in, like, fall, I bought this gorgeous rainbow dress. And I literally, I haven't had anywhere to wear it. I wore it out, like, just on the driveway at my boyfriend's house. I was like, well, this is, I'm just walking around the lawn in a rainbow dress. That's what I do now. You should definitely wear that to go get vaccinated. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good shit. idea. Yeah, hell yeah, own the shit out of it. I mean, what a day to celebrate! Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we did it, y'all. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate you. Absolutely, uh, that was fun. Yeah, I'm glad we got to talk because I feel like I haven't talked to you too. Um, You're literally expressing why we why we do this. This is so we can see our friends. Mm-hmm. We're incredibly selfish. Definitely Be selfish. I love it. Uh, so we will be back next week, uh, going into Rocky Two. Um. Oh, if I could do my uh, calculations right, I believe. Are we doing this with Elena? I think so. I don't know. I'm really bad at remembering I, I who's coming on for the next week. So you gotta find out. Come back next week. It's gonna be one of our friends talking about a movie. Whoa! Read it on <laughs> on your Apple Podcast app. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Be well. Be safe. And uh, yeah, I I I think you're okay. Uh, yo, audience, I love you. <laughs> Jim loves the audience. He has a really weird relationship <laughs> with them. Yes. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.